Hello, it's time to build your empire. Sophie Zolman, owner and founder of Sophie Zoe Virtually There For You, is sharing the secrets to building a better business and taking back your time. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe. I am so super excited today. I have an amazing guest on the show. She is a previous client, longtime friend and colleague. I love her dearly. She has multiple missions. Of course, she does. And so I'm really excited to bring to you Britt Bolnick. She is the owner and founder of In Arms Coaching, the co-founder of Pity Posse Rescue, and the creatrix of Sacred Structure and the Bending Time Tools, which she has polished and perfected over 15 years of using them to raise a child as a solo parent while building a thriving business a badass pit bull rescue, and caring for a marauding bunch of derpy pit bulls and humorless <laughs> chickens at home. Brick built a business from food stamps and single mamahood to a six-figure biz that she runs part-time while also making the time to run Pity Posse Rescue. She mentors magical and soul-led women business owners and multi-passionate entrepreneurs teaching a foolproof and predictable way to create income, impact, and success while you run your business in 30 hours a week or less. This year, she published The Magic of Bending Time in Your Sacred Business, Time Management for Freedom-Seeking Entrepreneurial Women and Organizational Skeptics. It's a how-to manual for managing time, teaching multi-passionate entrepreneurial soulful women how to make time for everything they love while they build success with their work. She lives in Maine with her husband, kids, dogs, and chickens, and spends more and more of the warm months off-grid in their travel trailer, kayaking, reading, and grilling too much delicious food. Well, I got to say, I love the whole part about grilling the too much delicious food. Right. Um, you know, being a foodie, here I am, you know, I'm with you. But I also like the whole idea of traveling and whatnot, because that's kind of one of the reasons we've all built our businesses, right? So we'd have that yes. freedom to do that. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Well, welcome to the show, Britt. Thank you so much for coming on and being a guest. I'm really honored and excited to have you um, after all these years together as friends, colleagues, working together in the whole nine yards. It's really amazing to be able to bring you on and um, share you with my people. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super, super psyched. Thank you. Thank you. So the magic question, Britt, what is your best tip, trick, or advice to help business owners grow from six to seven figures without killing themselves? Yeah. Yeah. I love this question because it's such an important question to ask. And I think for so long, the question was, how do we grow to six and seven figures? The whole without killing ourselves is new to the conversation relatively. And it's so incredibly important because I know that, um, you know, your people and my people are very similar in that a lot of them are women who do want success and do want the money and do want the, you know, the, the impact with the people that they're working with. But we don't want to compromise and we don't want to uh, sacrifice and we don't want to kill ourselves in order to get those things. And that's I feel like that's become a bigger part of the even bigger and bigger as we go on part of the conversation that is just so near and dear to me because it's not just what you have or what you make it's how you feel as you make it or grow it 
so my my secret power and the thing that I am absolutely 100 uh, percent committed to is being the biggest burliest bouncer of your time and energy as is possible being your own gatekeeper around your time around your energy um and around how you move through your life as is humanly possible and these are the skills that have allowed me to you know not just get out of financial destitution and not just start and grow the business but then also allowed me to add on the rescue, and then also allowed me to add on the writing of the book. And now we're about to open a third business. Um, and none of it really drastically affects how my life feels or how much free time I have, because I'm actually kind of piggy about how much free time I have. I require a lot of free time, a lot of unstructured space. And being the best bouncer, the best gatekeeper of my time and energy has been the way that I've achieved that. That's what I really teach the women that I work with. Um, so there are a couple of different components to that. And there's definitely all the external pieces of, you know, being mindful about where you're spending your time, uh, understanding how to delegate and build teams so that as you grow bigger and bigger, you're actually offloading more and more from your plate. And I know you're instrumental in that with the women that you work with. Um, but then there are also, and, and other outer pieces, but then there's also a really big inner piece that I think is not talked about as much. And it's, it's the aspect of, um, of energy changing and of self evolution that I really kind of get off on, which is looking at our own personal attachments to the cult of busy like how much of our identity is invested in being like so busy? How much of, of our worth and our value do we feel is attached to being super busy, having so much on our plate? And this is something that I noticed much more when I lived in New York City. Um, although I see it in Maine too, it's almost like women have this thing where like we have to, we have to be so busy that we can't breathe or we're not worthy or we're not, you know, we can't claim the value of what we're offering. And so that piece really understanding any investment that you have in being crazy, busy, overwhelmed, overextended, running till you're ragged. That's been a huge part of my inner journey to creating success that also gives me as much free time as I want. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. And I've got all these little thoughts going through my head, but continue because I might have a few more questions. And when you're, when you're ready to finish the different things you're, you, you do to do that, let me know because I've got some things spinning in my head about okay. all that. Okay, cool. So, you know, the, the sort of two prong approach that I take when I'm teaching this or talking about this is to one, look at what your priorities really are. Um, and not just what they should be, but like, what are you doing in your life that's really feeding you as much energy back as you're giving it? You know, that's that's one of the things about the rescue. I mean, the rescue is so much work, but none of it feels like work. Like I, in my, given anything in the world that I could do, rescuing pit bulls is one of my absolute top passions. So it never feels like work. Um, it gives me as much or more energy back than it takes working with women, same thing, being with my family, same thing. So the things that I spend the most amount of my time and energy on are those things that at least 50% is coming back to me from what I'm, you know, like it's meeting me halfway. Um, and the things that burn me out, 
take my energy, leave me feeling overwhelmed, have at this point, and again, this has been a 15-year evolution. This didn't happen overnight. But at this point, the people, the places, the situations that really drain and exhaust me, they're gone. Either I don't do them anymore or um, like I don't do them at all anymore or I have someone else handling those pieces. But I've really over 15 years worked so that the things that are in my life are giving back as much as they're taking from me. And that I'm always so clear on what I want my time to be spent on that when someone comes to me and says, can you do this? Or would you do this? Or do you want to do this? I can really evaluate, does this feed one of my absolute core principal priorities or not? And if it doesn't, it's easy to just say, thank you so much. You know, I don't, I don't have the bandwidth for this. Um, and really being very, very clear that whatever gets my attention and focus is something that is 100% of my heart. And I don't, I don't compromise on that at all. Excellent. I love that. And that is such important knowledge for business owners to have. And, you know, quite frankly, especially for women, there's there's two things you talked about that really, you know, spoke to my heart and, and are part of what I am, you know, I do in my business for myself and my clients. One is you're, you talked about the busyness. It's been a like a badge of honor for us women to be busy, 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 overwhelmed. We're building our business because as women, that is the persona that has been projected upon us as the way to do it. And, and I've come to learn in all these years that it's about balancing the masculine and the feminine. Mm. Because that busy, busy, busy is like that masculine go-getter, God compete with the guys kind of a thing. And, and the feminine is like, well, wait a minute, I want to slow down. I want to balance my time. So what are your thoughts on that whole male, female energy? Because I know you work with the energy side of things, the inner and the outer. So what is your take on that whole masculine, feminine piece of things that come into play for, especially for women business owners, but for men too? I mean, I think that so much of what we're trying to create is ultimately about balance across a number of different fields. So I'm all for the balance and the the addressing of, you know, the yin and the yang and how we sort of build a bridge so that we are straddling um, things in a way that are comfortable for us. And that's different for different women uh, or different people. I always speak in terms of women, but there are men on this earth too. So them too. Um, but I do also think that there's another side to the cult of busy for us, which is that a lot of women, um, God, there are so many different sides. One is that I work with a lot of healers and people in the wellness world or the transformational industry, and there is a real stigma attached to taking money for healing or transformational work that I think is honestly part of what a lot of people call the witch wound, where we had to stop accepting money for healing, you know, for um, for healing in general because it was made illegal and we were burned for it. And many women now carry that in their DNA. Uh, I think that there's also a lot, you know, I hear clients say all the time, I earned, I hit my goal and I worked half as much. Is that okay? Like, do I get to, do I get to not work as hard and still make the same amount of money? And for some, it's like a cultural thing about like no pain, no gain. Um, you know, like I, I have, I have, um, I've had clients from places like, you know, Jamaica or places where like, there's this work ethic. Um, and this is also like super old school American immigrant, uh, like you better work. 
And if you're not working, do you deserve it? You know, can you have it if you're not like working all the time? I mean, this is in academia, it's everywhere. Um, so I think that there, there are multiple complex layers to the badge of honor. And what really matters is that you sort out what your own attachment um, or, or relationship to it is so that it's not something that's just driving you without, without any consciousness around it. Very good. I like that. And that's, that's a multidimensional approach to it. It's, it's not just about the male and female. It's about the stories and the paradigms that we were all raised with. Um, and, you know, from ages old. So then the second thing you brought up, which is really truly speaks to my heart because it's my main gig is learning how to delegate and build a team to get all the crazy off your plate and let those people do it. So uh, talk to me a bit more about that. I mean, I know what that means in my world, but you know, what, how do you approach that with your clients and, and people who are looking to go from that six to seven figure level? Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. We all have a finite amount of hours. It's the same in every day for every human. The only way that you can scale effectively is by offloading more and more things off your plate, right? So I started in arms coaching, was doing great for a year. Then I hit a wall where I was sucking at the client care, couldn't remember to send out contracts and get payment information. So I hired a client care person. Boom. Now all of that goes to her. I immediately have more hours in my day for doing the thing that I love, which was, you know, the coaching. I started Pity Posse 10 years later. We started it with a team, which meant that we could serve more and more dogs. We could have more and more foster families because more and more people were coming on to handle it. I never would have been able to start Pity Posse without a whole team. It's many people start rescues as a one, usually woman operation. And it just, it's a nightmare. Um, and then I'm a, you know, I was able to grow in arms to the point where I could push off a lot of, you know, every year I'm pushing more off my plate, as you said, more crazy off my plate so that I can only keep the parts that I love. I do that for pity posse. I do that for in arms coaching. We will start the third business doing it the same way. You cannot scale without delegation. It's impossible because you only have 24 hours and you don't want you know, you don't want to be working 20 of them. And even if you were willing to work 20 of them, let's say you're someone who doesn't sleep, you're still going to hit that ceiling. So delegation is the only way to actually successfully leverage and grow and keep making more and keep serving more and keep working less. It's the only way. Awesome. I love that. And that is, that's music to my ears. <clears throat> Confirmation of what I'm doing and have been doing for many years is is really helpful to women like you and other business owners out there. Um, it, it, it is the truth. You have to delegate to succeed. And sometimes that's one person at a time, one team member at a time. And other times that's an instant team uh, like my business has grown into. I, I started out as a virtual assistant company and now we do all the things as your one-stop shop, your instant team. So I love that you have done it both ways. You did it one team member at a time, but then you started pity posse going, oh no, we're going to do the whole team all at once. Boom, yep. bang, it's done. Love it. Yep. Yeah. So Brett, tell me or tell my listeners, where can they find you? Where can they learn more? And is there anything you want to offer them to go check out and maybe you know sign up for or purchase or anything like that? 
Yeah, absolutely. So there is a website. It's kind of defunct right now because honestly, no one, all, everyone finds me through social media, but you can go to inarmscoaching.com, all one word and find me. Um, the big thing that I have going right now is that most of what I just talked to you about is in this book, which I launched in May, the magic of bending time in your sacred business, which is, you know, available on the Amazon. Um, and there are some kind of cool bonuses and freebies in there for you to download and play with on your own time. And then where I really hang out, honestly, is Facebook. I, because of the business and the rescue, I am pretty much on Facebook if I'm awake, or it's at least open in four different tabs. Uh, so you can find me at Britt Bolnick on Facebook. There is an Instagram account. I don't love it. So I'm not on it as much. Uh, but you can find me there too, Britt Bolnick. Awesome. Well, Britt, it has been a great pleasure having you on my podcast. And I am grateful to you for, for being here and being you. Uh, that is one of the things I have loved about you from day one is you have always been you. And I love that. And I honor that. And, and I'm finally stepping into being me as well um, with my rebrand uh, a little while ago and all of that. A lot of that is hit home for me too. And you are one of my role models, so to speak, of, you know, being me, being me mm. through and through 100%. So thank you so I much for everything. And um, we'll see you on next time or on the flip side, wherever that may be. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Building Your Empire. For more tips on business building and living your best life, check out our website at sophiezo.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Have a great day.